Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, or welcome to RIBS, which stands for Relationships in Biblical Submission. My name is Derek, and right beside me, I got my co-host. Diavion. Hey, y'all. Hey, and today we got a good episode for you. It's called Data and Dating. Now, if you want to get some good insights on that, make sure you stay tuned and listen all the way through, and hopefully God will bless you with something that can be beneficial to your dating relationship. The whole mission and purpose of RIBS is to simply show you how to do relationships God's way while also giving you some personal experiences that me and Diavion have had in dating along the way. In addition, telling you what the Bible, what the Word of God has to say about it. Now, speaking of Scripture, what is the Scripture that we got for today? Today's scripture is coming from none other than Proverbs, chapter 20, verse 27. And it reads, the human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's innermost being. And with this episode, we are trying to look into who this person is. Who are they in their innermost being? So, Bay, what is today's question for the episode? The engaging question for today is, what data do I collect? when dating someone okay great question and i got an answer so there's two different types of data that we're looking at qualitative and quantitative so Bay, could you give us a definition of what qualitative data looks like yeah so qualitative data if we're looking at the google definition it says it's qualitative data describes qualities or characteristics it is collected using questionnaires interviews or observation mm. so in other words qualitative data is oftentimes words it's something that's open-ended it's yes or no it's nothing uh definitive like mm. quantitative mm. data is it's something like i love that part of the definition where you said it you have to observe it because a lot of times we are looking for someone to give us an answer outright and maybe on a date they're showing you something they're showing you a red flag and you just need to observe it Okay, yeah, yeah. but today's examples that we have for qualitative data, things to ask your potential boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, is do you do they believe in God? Where do they go to church? Yeah. Are you in school? What's your job title? All those things. Have you ever been married? Do you have children? Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Where did you grow up? What qualities do you want in a partner? So, Bay, tell me some qualitative data that you picked up on our first couple of dates, or I guess over our whole journey. What are some qualitative data that you've picked up? Uh, I think so. Uh, it's qualitative data is very important because a lot of what I'm doing, especially on those first couple of dates, is I was trying to get to know more about your character. So, mm -hmm. some questions that I asked were like, you know, what. Um, what was like your your dreams? Like, what were your goals and aspirations? Yeah. So, what what are some things that drive you to get up in the morning every day and go out to work? Right. What are some uh, some of your hobbies, your habits? Um, thinking also maybe about what is your uh, purpose, right? What is the purpose that God has called you to do? Yeah. Or and on what titles are you going after? Um, these are things that people have in their heart. Um, that make up their character a lot yes. of times the character things that have to deal with the the inside of their makeup why do they think the way that they think mm -hmm. they act the way that they act they talk Family the way that dynamics. they talk things like that yeah uh, what about you so as, as you were starting to date me right or even over the course of, of the time that we, we've been dating uh what were some qualitative data questions that you thought about i i remember asking him because i knew derek was from another state 
than yeah. where our college was. And so I was like, what's your plan? Like, are you trying to move? Because <laughs> I ain't got time to be, you know, trying to date you. And then you leave two days later or a few months later. So I wanted to know where he was going. Same thing. What was your direction? But some qualitative, like, qualities that I picked up over our dating or over just our whole journey together is really like he is super extroverted. Derek is if you look up <laughs> extrovert in the dictionary, that is Derek. Oh, he my. loves being around people. I always say like the party doesn't start till Derek gets there because he is just so extroverted. And I'm not. And that was something that I realized I needed, you know, and really? I think I think God is just so awesome because if Derek wasn't in my life, I'd probably be like really, really extroverted. I probably wouldn't talk to people as much. So that's something would that I say, picked up. Uh, would you say you'd be like a little turtle in your shell? Yeah, a little turtle in my shell. Okay. Like, by the way, I love turtles. That's the side note. But anyways, um, another thing that I picked up is just his loyalty. Like if he says he's going to ride with you, he is going to ride with you. Um, that was something that I picked up. Another quality is like, Derek loves quality on things, okay? He is not a person. He will pay for quality, y'all. He will pay. I'm a thrift store girl, okay? You are booking out the big guns right now. I am banging out the big guns. I am a a thrift store shopper. I'm a fugal person. But Derek is going to pay for the quality. So, yeah. What are some things that you've picked up? Uh, So... I guess uh, one way to just help my mind wrap around it when you start thinking about the qualities of a person. Uh, one thing, like the biggest thing that comes to my mind right now, because it still happens even to this day, Edward, uh, dating is you're, you are a big planner. Like you're a Ooh, big yes. planner. We are bringing out the not, big guns, babe. I see you. Yeah, that that is one of the qualities of life that you just do naturally and that you, you excel in it. And I, right now, I do not. Um, but that's something that's a part of your character. You plan things out. You're very detailed. You like to know the futuristic goal, the end goal. Yeah. Uh, li- really looking at the end from the beginning and vice versa. That is one of the biggest things that I see, um, even to this day, about you and your quality. Another thing you mentioned earlier is just uh, the way that we uh, value money, but also um, like the stuff that we buy, right? So as you said earlier, you say that I'm a, I'm a quality person. But oh, we're talking absolutely. about qualitative data, okay? Um, but yeah, you you will you you'll save your bucks. You will save your bucks. Okay, and, thrift um, store girl. It, it actually helped me, right? Uh, just kind of like learning to not only find out what that qualitative data is, but also leveraging that characteristic of, about them. To say, hey, you know, maybe I can adapt some of these qualitative yes, traits. That is so good. Oh yeah, and so for example, um, she taught me that um, not everything has to be paid in for. Not everything that's expensive is good. Um, and so for you, I, th- I, th- I think that's very interesting as well. But that, I think two of the ones that still stick out to me today is just um, the way that you think about money, and then also. Um, the characteristics and how you plan things out, um, even to like our dates and stuff. And not saying I don't plan dates, but yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, what date? What time? Yeah. What do I need to yep, wear? Yep. <laughs> are we matching? Yeah. What are we doing? Um, I would say one quality that keep us always grounded is God, right? Our devotion to God, 
and something that our relationship just flourishes in. If we did not have God and we looked at all of the differences that make us up, I don't think that we would be here today. So just realizing that your person is going to be different than you are. They're going to have flaws. They're going to value different things differently. Right. But God is the one that brings us together at the end of the day. And God has helped us to leverage those differences in the in our intertwining process to be able to be like, okay, Derek values quality. So let me use, let me not buy something cheap that I know I'm going to have to use for a long time. And same thing for him. He's like, well, let me look for the deals. I don't have to buy the most expensive things. So I think being able to be with somebody that has, that's willing to leverage those things with you, willing to capitalize on the things that make you different and use them together to propel you both forward. The reason why this is so important is because you want to be able to find the commonalities and your qualities. So in order to do that, and not just the commonalities, but also the differences, you got to look at data. See, a lot of times um, we forget that data can be quanti or qualified right as something that's good bad something that's yeah, in between absolutely. so it's important to see based on you a lot of times data is something that the the way that people define it as good data or bad is the the way that they have the standard for it so for example one of the qualitative questions we ask is have you ever had kids for someone that may be a bad thing for someone else that's older and they can't have kids that might be a good thing yeah yeah so it's important to by your standards and what what you value learn understand those qualities that you admire or that you like in that person Mm -hmm. find the ones that you don't like and then start to leverage and, and and make a scale in your mind to say okay which of these qualities can i deal with which ones can i tolerate which one do i like and so on and forth so forth yeah. Um, before you start making your decision in the long term of whether I want to date somebody. Yeah, because I feel like everybody has their non-negotiables. Everybody has those things that are just like, oh, I cannot put up with that. But some people, like Derek said, you know, to somebody, like, having a kid is, is not a big deal. But to somebody else, it may be. But it's it's good to, that is why I think it is so good to figure out what you want first before coming to someone else for them to validate that for you it's important to know to have that time with god have that relationship with god and to truly see this is what i need and these are things that i don't need and these are things i'm willing to wiggle on but let's now get into the quantitative data the numbers baby that's what we're looking for yes Yes. so some of the quantitative data examples are going to be their age their body count credit score the link between their last relationship how many relationships have they been in? How much do they make? How far do you live? How how far do they live from you? How many siblings do they have? How many people are in their circle? When is their birthday? Y'all know y'all care about that zodiac sign. So, you know, some people are like, okay, if they're a Leo, they ain't gonna match with me. I'm an Aries. Yeah, even, even though that that in itself is a whole nother conversation that's not biblical, okay? Um, but yeah, I mean, people care about these things. People care about the numbers. Uh, me, myself, in, in my day-to-day job, I'm a data analyst. And so I have to gather numbers all the time, every single day. But when you start talking about quantitative data, you want to look at the numbers. Notice how all the questions will focus on some type of numerical value, right? And so uh, when it comes to quantitative data, you 
I mean, even when you're talking about qualitative, notice that the whole route to both of these is asking questions. In order to collect data from somebody that you're dating, you have to ask them questions. You have to Even be the tough questions. Notice how we we have some tough ones in there, like how many relationships you've been in and what's your body count, what's your credit score, you know, stuff, stuff of that nature. Even older women, when you ask them for their age, who, I mean, not to say who cares, but sometimes you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and ask the tough question because these are essential things that you need to know based on your standards, right? Is, is, this, is this data that you're cool with? Are these numbers that you are, are, are okay with? Mm-hmm. Or yes or no? Right? Are they acceptable in your in your site? Right? Yes. yes like I think yes. for me, there was some there was some things that I had on my list and I'm like, okay, God, these are things that I need. These are my non negotiables. And so with like, okay, for instance, age. Age is a big thing for some people. Some people like age is nothing but a number. But for some people, they're like, if they're not within five years of my age, I cannot talk to them. Oh, yeah. That's, that's personal, too. Uh, we, we actually had that discussion once. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So so this, this is why we, we ask these questions, because they give the opportunity to learn more about the character of a person. So, for example, with us. I remember she said when we first started dating, she said, oh, yeah, like, I don't care. The dude could be like within, you know, 10 10 years. And I was just baffled in my mind. I said, no way. I was like, are you serious? So you're telling me you would date a 30-year-old man. What would you say? Absolutely. Yeah. And I said, wow, that's crazy. (laughs) Because we're we're in our 20s, right? So to me, that was a little little out there. But on the flip side, me personally, I told her, yeah, I wouldn't go past – years so if, if right now I'm what I'm in my 20s like let's say if I was 21 that's not how old I am that's a mystery right now but if I was 21 <laughs> I would not go past 24 heck nah right I wouldn't go uh you know legally you can't go under eight, uh, 18 so for me age is important because when you start thinking about kids when you get older mm-hmm. you know your body starts changing and all this stuff i don't want anybody that's way older than me and now i gotta take care of them and i'm in my 40s right <laughs> that's real that's real Some yeah, people feel that I, way. <laughs> versus me like i think coming into it i felt and i know maybe there is some women out there that feel the same way y'all like especially if you're in your 20s as well i remember before me and Derek got together i was like these men out here in their 20s like they ain't worth nothing and they just want to play games all day, and I don't have time to play games. I said I felt like someone in their 30s would have more of their life together. But now, I'm so glad that me and Derek are within, like, a one- to two-year age difference because we just get each other. We get our references. We have the we have a lot of the same um, taste in, like, music and we have like we get each other's references and shows that we liked as kids and things like that. So I am grateful for the difference in age that we have and I'm glad that I I'm glad I'm glad with what God gave me. But at the time, I was like 30-year-old, age and nothing but a number. You know, I want someone that's mature. But everybody has their different standards on what that looks like. And so it's important to set those standards early. Right. And so uh, let's let's think about a, an applicable example because we all collect data every day before we make an investment in something or in someone, right? So think about the first car that you ever bought or a car that you have considered buying before. You're going to look at the quality of the vehicle and then you're going to also look at the quantity of the vehicle. So for example, my, my personal um, car that I would like to buy is a Toyota 4Runner. 
like man like his I, dream that car, is just, car y'all what's up his dream car y'all yeah it's like it's like my dream car like i, I just love to have that i just think it's real cool um now you, your car can be totally different it could be a g-wagon it could be a, a mercedes yeah it could be whatever you want but think about you have to do the data digging first before you make a final decision before you drop money down you're going to look at how it looks on the outside quality you're going to look at the color of it quality you're going to look at the inside of it you're going to look at pictures that people have posted online you're going Mm to uh, look at all of these different things and then you're also going to be looking at the numbers you're going to look at the mileage you're going to look at the year you're going to look at how many previous owners Mm -hmm. have been in the car miles per gallon but need you you have to look at both of them you can't just say i'm only going to ask them questions about their quality or i'm only going to ask them questions like numerical questions uh, because both of them are, are essential. Both of yeah, them are Yeah, they important. make up a person. What's up? They both make up a person. They both make up yes. a person. And so if we think about how we do that on a daily basis with a vehicle, uh, or even when you go to the store and you buy groceries, and how you do, you, you uh, do data gathering, and you go, oh, let me look at the price of this one. Let me look at the, the quality of this, this carton of egg. Oh, they got one cracked egg in there? Oh, heck no. Nah, <laughs> You're if, right. If, if we do it all the time, but that's, we just don't, call it that we just say oh yeah i'm just i'm just looking right but no you're actually collecting data because you know at the end of the day you want to make the investment in the right product and the right thing and so why not do that with a person also can i say this as well data gathering takes time and i think we live in a season or a world i should say that does not want to take the time to get to know somebody you know we have 90 day fiance and married at first sight yeah. and a lot of times we find ourselves we just got we just finished watching the episode crazy. but we live in a world where we want things instantly yes and i remember feeling that in my singleness season i was like man i just want to be in a relationship tomorrow okay but i would not be in a god like driven relationship if I did not take my time first to pray and, and talk to God, but really look at who Derek was, right? What was he showing me? What did I observe as we were going out on the date on these dates? And what did his actions match up with his words, right? It's so important to look at what the fruit they are, what, what fruit they are producing. And um, it's okay to take your time. If somebody's telling you, Oh, I'm ready to, I'm ready to be together. It's okay to take your time. Don't let nobody rush you through a relationship and then you end up unhappy. Take your time. Pray yeah. about it. Go out on more dates. Look for more data, y'all. If you've been with somebody for a while and you're like, I really don't know much about them. Start asking questions. There is this book that Jarek bought for me from Target. And it's like 3,000 questions. Yeah. And I enjoy <laughs> asking him questions because I love, I love learning about him. I love learning about how he views things. Um, all the way down to like, okay, how do you like your eggs? How do you like just there's so many good things yeah. that you get to know by just asking somebody a question. Yeah, and, and just to chime in on that, uh, two points. Even while you're dating somebody, let's say um let's say you already have a boyfriend or girlfriend or a husband or a wife, still ask questions because people grow and they change. Yes, they right? evolve. Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, they evolve. And it's so good. Like sometimes Jerry will just ask me like just random questions and through those random questions like we grow stronger and you get to learn about that person it's just very sweet um it's still like you said you know being with somebody for a long time you're still learning about them because they're still discovering things about themselves so 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a good point. And another thing is don't be in denial about, quote, bad data, right? Or, and I wouldn't even say, let me rephrase this. I wouldn't even say data itself is not bad. Okay. Data is, it's, it's good because you're getting the analysis of what you're trying to discover, right? But based on your standard, is the result, is the analysis of what you're seeing bad, okay? So, for example, um, if if I know that I'm a guy, let's say, let's say I, I just didn't care about marriage and stuff like that, and I'm the typical young guy and I just want to have sex all the time, I'm a, I might ask a woman, I'm like, hey, yo, what's your, what's your body count, right? Like, if she tells me it's like more than three, four, five, it'll be like, oh, no, nah, nope, nope, I'm done. Because based on my standard, that analysis mm-hmm. is bad, right? The mm-hmm. data says, oh, you, got, you didn't slept with four or five guys. But the analysis is bad for me and what I, what I value, mm-hmm. right? So one thing I want, to take, uh, want you guys to take is remember that don't be in denial about data that you do find out and it's bad to you. Like don't overlook that and just say, oh, you know what? I'm just going to focus on all the good qualities, all the good quantities. No, make sure you take into consideration the stuff that you find that is bad to you and your standard. You set the standard. And you you determine how a person is going to treat you for what you accept. So remember that. And also let God guide you. You know, in Proverbs, I believe it's Proverbs 16, it talks about, you know, we make plans in our mind, but God establishes our steps. So let him establish your steps. You're not out here on your own. Involve God in everything that you are doing. Yes. Now, um, a couple things we want to wrap up with is, so the reason why we ask these questions to people is because you want to get them to talk. You can only learn so much about a person by just watching and observing them, right? But you get down to the heart of who they are by getting them to speak. It says in the Bible, it says in Luke chapter 6, verse 45, for of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So you want to get people to speak because they're speaking from their heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, when we when I was uh, younger, actually, uh, when I was like in middle school, high school, uh, I was not the best. Before I came to know who I am in Christ, I would cuss all the time and, and just had this dark sense of humor and stuff. But what was really going on is as I'm speaking these things to certain people, that's what's really in my heart. You know, sometimes uh, we may have a disagreement and in our dating right not a fight we may, may be having a disagreement about a topic but if i get her to open up and to share her thoughts mm-hmm. and get her to talk yeah i get to know the root i get to know her heart because she, she's speaking she's speaking from her heart and that allows me to learn more about her values her character yeah. her quantitative mm-hmm. and qualitative data for things yeah, and having those conversations, and this is the last, my last point, but having those conversations early on, it creates a space where that for, that person is able to feel comfortable sharing their feelings. That's something that we struggled with early on is it was difficult for me to share my emotions and my feelings, but Derek has done such an amazing job, y'all. Likewise, creating. likewise. Thank you, you, you've, uh, you definitely opened me up too. I, there's some things I said, what? I didn't even know I did this. Or why did it? Yeah, and we've done such a great job in the beginning creating this space where we can just 
share our thoughts and feelings. And so, yes, if you are building with somebody and you want to continue a relationship, even if you've been dating for a year or whatever, and you're like, well, I want to, I want to create a better space for them. Start asking them questions. Yeah. And if they don't want to share, that's still data. Because that means that they are closed off and they don't, they don't want to tell you things yeah. about themselves. That's still data. It might be bad if somebody's closed and they don't share and they don't express how they feel. Mm-hmm. So make sure you take that as a data point too. Yeah. So we hope that you all enjoyed. Oh, but you got something else to share? Yeah. The last thing I want to leave you guys with, when you think about these questions, whether it is quantitative or quantitative, break them down by the five P's. And so the five P's are your questions should revolve around, number one, their past, their purpose, their provision, their passion, and their problem. And so Mm. when you think about that, you want to know their past, right? Because that makes up who they are today. You want to know their purpose and what God has called them and designed them to do and what they're made for. You want to know their provision, how they provide for themselves, how they provide for others, what do they have to offer um, to provide for other people, including you. You want to know their passions. What do they like? What are they passionate about? What gets them out of bed in the morning? What keeps them up late at night? And then you want to know their problems. We got to be honest and look at, hey, these are my issues. These are my struggles, right? So when you're thinking about questions to ask, think about the five P's. And we'll leave that in the description of the episode as well, the five P's. So you can have those, you can jot those down. And we'll also leave the scriptures that we talked about today also in the video. And we just enjoyed making this for y'all and having these open and honest and transparent conversations. And we hope that you can share this with someone else that y'all can also have these open and honest conversations. And we hope that you tune in for the next episode. Until next time, we pray that God be with you. God covers you and keeps you until we see each other again. Until we uh, talk to each other again. Yeah. So, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you share this. And uh, we will see you all next time. Have a good rest of your day. And thank you for listening to the Ribs Podcast. Bye, y'all.